Welcome to a podcast by Kaylee, the gateway to unlocking your unlimited potential. I'm creating an army of six and seven figure makeup artists, and I want you to join me. In this podcast, I'm going to be crushing gatekeeping, opening the doors to the knowledge you need and deep diving into the topics that can push us to the next level. Be prepared for epic guests and answers to the questions you have always wanted to know. No more small business, no more just a makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $250 billion industry and you're in it. Let's get ready to open those gates. This is a podcast by Kaylee. Today on a podcast by Kaylee, I want to introduce you to a brand new series. Please welcome BTS, which stands for Behind the Student. Now, some backstory to this. This was actually suggested by today's guest, Yamina. Now, Yemi is one of my students from season three of my mentorship program, and she's currently in the Level Up Club. One day, Yemi messaged the group chat and she said, Kaylee, I love your podcast, but what I would really love to hear is from people who are in the trenches with us at our level. I would love it if you would interview some of your students. Now, full disclosure, Yemi has been responsible for so many amazing ideas in my business. Like I credit my students for so much of my own growth as well. And I thought this is a fabulous idea. Of course, my first guest for this series had to be Yemi. So the idea behind BTS is that I'm going to be interviewing previous students of mine not to sell. Trust me, this is not a sell for my courses, guys, but just for you guys to hear from and resonate with makeup artists who might be on your current level. All of my amazing students are growing and they're leveling up and they're achieving such amazing things, but they're not where they want to be yet. And I think it's really important that we hear from people who are also in the trenches working working their butts off as well. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Yamina, who is my little sister from across the sea. I love this girl with my whole heart and soul. We have developed such a special relationship together. And in this interview, I'm going to be talking about her story. We're going to be looking at what she's currently struggling with, where her business is at right now, what she learned from the mentorship program and programs since then. I want you guys to hear from somebody who is currently going through it with you. It's all well and good that we speak to the best of the best in the game, but it's also really important that we hear from people who are also going through it with you. So without further ado, please welcome Yamina to a podcast by Kaylee. I know you're gonna love her. First of all, just so excited to start off this new series with you. And you are, first of all, I want to give you props because you are the reason why the Level Up Club is here. (laughs) That's crazy to hear. (laughs) And you're the reason why this series is here. Like this, me interviewing like my students and members of the Level Up Club. Like I should be paying you commission, Yemi. No, we're sisters at this point. So it's family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are we going to cry on this episode? We might cry. Um, We might. (laughs) (laughs) To begin, I would love for you to kind of explain how we met. What is our relationship? Okay. so. I think a Nigerian makeup artist had posted some of your advice Instagram posts that you had for makeup artists. And that's how I first came in contact with your content. And I was immediately obsessed. And then you started talking a little bit about the mentorship at the time. And I was like, oh, like this is a really big investment. And then I kind of hopped into your DM and you were so kind and so welcoming and so warm, which was so different from what I had encountered 
um, with other professionals in the industry. So it was really refreshing to have, you know, a warm welcome and a very like almost flexible approach for your mentorship students. Um, and that's, I think that's also when you created the financing plans, mentorship members who couldn't pay for it all right away. I was just in love with what you were doing, what you stood for, your personality, your kindness, how understanding you were. It was amazing. Honestly, it was quite incredible. And you were so relatable with same things that I, I was experiencing, but I wasn't sure who to talk to about it or how to work through them. And I was like, you know what? She's worth supporting. When we're thinking about investing into something this big, I think you, we tell ourselves sometimes like, oh, well, I can get this information on YouTube. I can get it on Google, but it's so different. And it, I was, I was thinking to myself, even if, you know, I don't get anything new, I would have made so many friendships and even just building those relationships with you and the other amazing makeup artists that we I met during the mentorship, it was going to be so worth it. And so I was like, you know what, let me give it a shot. And I think that was the best decision I think I've made in my business so far. So so happy to have done that. I think it was life changing. I think my, I talk about this with my mom quite regularly is that your mentorship changed not only my life as a makeup artist, but just as a person, because I made a really, we built a really strong connection, I feel. And like I said, we're like family now. Like you feel like a big sister that I can, you know, come up to and just have real conversations, business conversation, and just know that I'm going to get on this, you know, real advice and not sugarcoat it, if you know what I mean. Lordy, lordy, lordy. I did not like expect to hear that. Like I've got tears in my eyes. I need to like, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know why I'm feeling like we are six minutes in. <laughs> She's already bawling. That was just really kind. <laughs> that was just really kind. That was so beautiful. Oh my oh. goodness. Thank you. That was honestly so beautiful to hear. Uh, I don't, I'm speechless. I actually don't know what to say. Just a big humongous thank you for taking a chance on me. Um, we're going to go more into the mentorship a little bit later. We're going to like flesh that out a little bit. But right now, I just really want to focus on you because enough about me before I just cry even more. I want to know for the viewers, I love Yemi so much. Like we are family. We are family across the sea. And I want everybody to fall in love with you as much as I love you. So would you mind telling everybody like about yourself, where you began, how makeup began, how you got into makeup? Tell us your story. Okay, so I started makeup almost as a way I think to hide I experienced a lot of like an influx of acne around the age of 11 and before that it's so funny now but before that I had a lot of like judgment as my little eight-year-old nine-year-old self about people who wore makeup because they were just hiding themselves and they weren't true to themselves and ah, la, la, la. and then um, I remember watching, I think it was Bethany Moda and she was showing how to do a wing liner as well as Kathleen Light. It was the Marilyn Monroe look at the time that I think it was trending and I became obsessed. I was hooked. 
And my mom at the time, she was a sales representative for two big multi-level companies. So I had basically an entire Sephora store at my house that (laughs) I got into makeup. And I used to do these crazy colors. Oh, man. And I just, the big blocky brows. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, how did I leave my house looking like this? And then I started a YouTube channel not long after that. And I was just in love with how confident I could feel walking out the side of my house, even though I probably looked crazy. But I loved how I felt, you know, doing makeup. And then it translated to... My mom and I was like, mom, I should try this on you. You know, I just, I just want to give it a shot. And I think I still have those photos of my first time. And it was, she had the Samsung tablet that my dad had bought her for their wedding anniversary. And we took pictures with those. I was hooked. I did it on all my friends that came over. Like they were all younger than me too. And our parents were like, you guys are just insane. And from then on, I stuck to makeup and I stopped a little bit after high school when I graduated because my parents wanted me to focus on uni. They really believed that the traditional path was what was going to get me where I needed to be. But that innate love for makeup, I picked it back up on my second year and then COVID hit. And then I really had time to really delve into my artistry on myself. I was taking clients within those times, but it wasn't, it was my beginnings. And I was, I was definitely proud of what I was doing. Looking back now, it wasn't the best, um, but I had returning clients as a beginner makeup artist. So I think that the lesson that I can get to anybody that's listening today is you are going to get there. I think I look at, I think others look at my artistry and they're like, whoa, you're so amazing. And I just pick, you know, you pick yourself apart. Like, yes, there's so many things you could do better in each and every single application. However, there is so much growth when you do each and every single one of those applications and just give yourself a lot of grace of, okay, yes, I need to improve. What do I need to improve in? What are some of the things I can change? And maybe it's patience. Maybe it's just holding your hand a little bit more still, or maybe it's just being kinder to yourself overall about your artistry when Something doesn't go the way you wanted it to. And I think that's what's kept me into makeup from now. And I can say now that although it's I'm not where I would like to be, I'm giving myself the grace and the time to get there because slow and steady is the most consistent. That's what I believe. Oh, I feel like we've known each other since when did you join the mentorship? 2020, end of 2021 or beginning of 2022? Around that time, right? So from my perspective, I've really watched you grow up in the last few years as an artist, but also like as a woman and as a wife and just as a person to see like your growth has been such a privilege. And what you did was such a huge leap at a time where you were still relatively new in your business. Like it was still such a baby being born. What made you, because I feel like it takes such a special person to actually look at their circumstance and say, okay, this isn't where I want it to be. I'm going to make changes and invest to make it what I want it to be. What made you take that leap? Like, have you always been that person that's just always self-developing? Was there one thing that made you take that leap? I think that at the time with COVID, I was seeing a lot of other young artists just believe in themselves. And I I think that, like you said, at the beginning, 
when I first, even just when I had first started, you know, engaging with your content, I was feeling a lot of self-doubt and a lot of low confidence. I think that a lot of others that are listening right now that are beginners or even just even at our stage now, sometimes we can feel a lot of, oh, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, is this the right way? Am I spending too much money? Is this enough money? The mentality that I came in with before was, well, who's going to like my work? You know, like I'm, I'm just a little somebody on the internet. I don't have the followers, you know, to back it up. But I think that you had made a post that was talking about how it's important that we change the mindset that we bring to the table. And you were talking about the scarcity mindset. And the abundance mindset. And I think that really clicked for me. Like, do I do I want to stay and pity myself and not do anything about it? Or do I want to at least give it a shot before I fail? Because now my new motto is you can't fail without trying. And even if you do fail, it's something that you know that you shouldn't do so that you can succeed. I think that changing the mindset to be positive. And just to keep going because stopping doesn't won't make you go any further. But pushing forward definitely will bring you somewhere. It may not bring you there as fast as you would like it to be, but you're going to get there. I think that now sitting at like 500 followers on Instagram, 300 on TikTok, is it where I want to be? No. Am I putting in the work that needs to get me there? Probably not as much as I need to. However, I'm happy with the the quality of the content that I'm producing. I'm trying to develop strategies that will get me there producing that quality consistently because quality over quantity is always the best and it will get you rebooked over and over again. I do not know how you've not blown up on TikTok, by the way. Like it's like I think I said this to you the other day, like when we last spoke in like a level up club coaching, whenever your content comes up, whenever it's like your, it's like, you've got a very specific style where it's kind of like very highlighted and it's like darker and more edgy, like your style of video. I know it's you before I've even seen your handle. Like, I just know it's you. You always use like a really cool song, like, and it's so high quality. I do not understand how you've not blown up yet. Like what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so angry. You want to make me cry. (laughs) But I think that even though I think that's the good advice too for whoever's listening. Despite me not having blown up on TikTok, I have a pretty good clientele base coming in every month. And so people are watching. Whether you believe it or not now, listen when I say people are watching. I have had three bookings from a TikTok that has had a hundred views. So at the end of the day, just imagine sitting in a room and having a hundred people watch you. That's a lot of people, right? It's their little community. And I think that it also allows you to build that friendship. And I think that that's what I really liked about your coming to you as my mentor was that you didn't have a lot of followers. Like you had a pretty substantial amount, but it felt like home. It's, it was cozy. It was warm. The people that were there were so incredible. They were doing amazing. They probably had bigger followings, but just being in your little, our little tight knit group, it felt like home and it still feels like home in the Level Up Club. You can come onto the chat and ask any question and somebody is going to have the answer for you and to encourage you. Oh, you're like the best little pocket cheerleader 
ever. Like I just, I need you today, Yemi. (laughs) So could you tell us like where your business is at now? Like obviously you went through that 12 weeks. It's been like a couple of years since we worked together. Obviously you're still in the Level Up Club, but where is your business at now? What does it look like now? Uh, My business now is I think at a turning point. I can see myself in the next two years hitting six figures. And I think that's that's just so insane, incredible to me. I'm doing hair now. So my mother is a hairstylist. My dad's an architect. So we have the artistic gene in our household. (laughs) But um, my mom and I decided to join hands because although I wanted to focus on the craft of makeup, I also wanted to add hair to it because I just felt like looking at the demographic of other artists there's plenty of other artists but none of them quite with my mother's style and I also wanted to get her to ingrain that into me so right now we are sitting in a position where we can have a steady returning clientele of at least 10 to 15 people a month on a regular basis. This is not including new clients that may come in. Right now, we have an ideal client that is, you know, she's confident within herself, but she needs a little bit of that self-boost. And she is ready and willing to have those days where she's taking care of herself. And we are the stop for that when it comes to hair and makeup. I have redone my entire salon. I am home-based I have invested also in the appearance because it really does apply to the experience of my clients and my my little business. I feel like it feels like a little family because other family members are like, oh my God, I love what you did. Can you do it on me too? And I'm like, we can do it on you too, but let's add a little bit of spice. So I think that's where I'm at right now. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud to hear you say those words. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad we did this. There was one moment in the mentorship where you, we were figuring out your ideal client, weren't we? Do you remember this? Do you know what I'm going to say? Yes. You know what I'm going to say, right? We were figuring her out. And I specifically remember you coming into the chat and you were saying, guys, I really feel aligned because I really want to serve women of color. Should I do this? Like, Will I be booked enough? Talk me through that because obviously now I know that you really leaned in to your ideal client. You really leaned into it. And I can see you showing the F up for them and it's <laughs> it's blowing up. So can you talk us through that process? When I first started the mentorship, I was really unsure about stepping into this role because as an artist, you want to be able to do all skin tones, right? It's important as an artist to work on that because you never know what situations that you're going to have to help somebody or whether you want to work on runways or just at a wedding. There are things that can happen that may require you to serve a bigger demographic of skin tones and shades. However, at the time, I felt that I wasn't seeing anybody within my demographic really show up for us women of color in the sense that like, We see it on TikTok and on Instagram and just on social media about people or or other artists that may not be as familiar with it. Just, you know, ashier tones or eyeshadow tones that don't work necessarily on us. The undertone is wrong or the style is not as flattering as it could be. I really wasn't sure because I was scared that the the, the feedback I, I was getting around me was, well, you should do all skin tones. Why do you want to just focus on specific diaspora of, you know, 
people. And so I was really scared because I didn't know the reaction or the retribution or the what I was going to be able to do with just working on women of color. But I found it to be so rewarding because although I am not serving all the women of color in my demographic, I feel like I do it best. And I think it's important as an artist to trust yourself, but you learn to hone in on the skill that you are known for. And I think at the time, um, I was like, oh, what am I going to be known for? Like, there's nothing that is really, you know, specific to me. Like, everybody does makeup now, but it doesn't matter because your style will come through. And now, I am known for my shade matching skill. Honestly, I think I'm pretty good at it. But just for women of color, for me, like right now, I'm in a spot where whenever my client looks at herself, she's like, oh my God, like I can wear an open top outfit. Like I can have different undertones on my skin. And I know that each and every single one of them is going to be addressed. Skin concerns, skin heights and textures and just facial structure is so specific to us and just honing in on that has done so much good to me not just as an artist but as a person and as a woman myself it has shown me how important it is to sometimes just take a step back and learn on the facial structure and the skin tones and the textures that come across each and every single one of those diasporas because it really does make you a better artist, both in your application, but also just in the way you see your clients. They're not just a face that you just slap makeup on, but they are a work of art that you build and they become, like we say in French, a chef d'oeuvre. So it's incredible. I love it. I'm obsessed. Like, I remember you specifically saying, like, I, I don't know what my style is. Like, I don't have like a signature look or a signature style right now. About like a year ago, a year and a half ago, I could see it like in your content. And I'm sure you could see it as well. Like it just started mm-hmm. to like come together, like the yummy eye that you do. And it's Mm -hmm. like this really Mm -hmm. like full glam, but really polished. And oh, it just looks so damn good. This is a really common thing, by the way. Like every artist probably listening is like, I want to know what my signature style is. So many struggle with this part. So do you have any tips on how to find that signature? That's why it's also important to really practice because the more you practice, the more you will know what you prefer to do and things that you prefer less or things that you have a more, a better aptitude at achieving. So right now I have two signature styles. I have the really neutral, but smoky liner. And then I have my copper eye. And so it's really bronzy in the turn that it ties in with the bronzer. I tie it in to whatever base you've got on and it just has that nice little simple liner and you know a little bit of a false lash and so I feel like the more you practice for me that my experience was the more I practiced on myself on other people the more I knew okay I like it when I do this out go with your gut feeling of I feel like this when I achieve this style I don't do cut creases I don't do colorful makeup looks on my clients. I'm getting it back into it myself, but that's personal to me. But for my clients, I feel like my clients look best and I feel my best when I go for this style. So really focus on how you're feeling 
talk with your clients through it. I think that definitely that's where models will also come in handy with. How are you feeling in this? What do you feel? And then think about how you feel. Go through it, record it on your phone and be like, oh, I love this process. Oh, I didn't love this process so much. And the more you just kind of take those special elements that you love, you will build your signature makeup look and it just comes naturally. Don't overthink it. It's not something that you need to figure out right away because it took me a couple of years. I've been doing makeup for over 10 years now. You know, it's not something that will come right away. But if you focus on taking those things that you're like, yes, I love how this looks. So I'm going to take these products and this technique together. It just creates, it's because it flows naturally, it creates ease in the way your work look and your client will definitely feel your confidence in that approach. So anything that you're confident in, I think will definitely benefit you. Like obviously you have gone through all the facets of business and you you even said so yourself on this podcast, you're nowhere near finished. And that's why we're kind of doing this podcast. So full disclosure, in case I edited it out at the beginning, Yemi is the sole reason that this series on the podcast exists. Yemi, I think you said it in like one of our, maybe our Level Up Club, like group coaching sessions, but you said, I love your podcast, Kaylee, but I would love to hear from people who are in the middle of their journey, like not the the greats. I want to hear from people who are like doing it now, who like are going through it, who are in the trenches. Would you say you're kind of still in the trenches? I am in the trenches. I am, I am fighting through these trenches. <laughs> trying to make it out. <laughs> <laughs> She's in them. So if we're being real then, if we're being really real right now, like what are you currently struggling with right now in your business? I think that right now it's just figuring that sweet spot with consistency. I feel like that's what's got me in a chokehold. I think I've really perfected what I want in terms of quality and lighting and everything and, you know, the groove and the move of my, the, my, the, my content. But right now, it's really creating that in a, on a consistent basis. I feel like that's what I'm like, eh, you know, we can definitely do better on that. And just being more consistent with posting my work and not picking it apart. Again, I love what I do. I feel like I'm good at what I do. I'm not at a, a headspace where I'm able to create that consistently. And I want to create that for myself because I feel like I owe it to my little community that I have on my Instagram to my community that I have on my TikTok and just I think to my, my mom is such a big role model for me I think that like she's been my number one supporter her and my husband and they are just like once you get the consistency part down we can see you going so far I have clients that are like why don't you post more because you would think I think that a lot of what gets communicated when we're not consistent is that like Oh, like, did she fall off? Is she not as good? And then I have clients who sit in my chair and it's like, whoa, like, you're actually pretty amazing at this. Like, why are you not a bigger artist? Like, why are you not posting this? And I'm like, ah, you know, it sits on my phone. And I think we talked about it last time. I had a phone that had a year's worth of content and it got stolen. And I regretted every single minute of not posting those because I don't have access to them anymore. They were not backed up on iCloud. So post your content. Do not let it sit. What I try to do now is immediately after a client, I will like put it into CapCut and do a quick edit. And then I can go and revisit so that I can repost. I'll post it later. I think also right now I am unconfident with my captions. And so... 
I'm trying to get a feel for how ChatGPT can aid me into that, but how I can also add my own little zing to it because, you know, I'm a spicy babe. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, work around how I can use tools that I have so that I don't work harder, but I work smarter. When you work smarter and not harder, you're able to create consistent quality that you're happy with. And that's what I really, I really want to give the best to those who watch me because I feel like in some way or another, whether I'm an inspiration to other people, but I am an inspiration to myself. I look up to myself so much because little Yamina, little 13 year old Yamina would like, I would be the makeup artist of her dreams. And I feel like in a couple of years, I'm going to look at little 23 year old Yamina and I'm going to like, 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 whoa, like she's the makeup artist of my dream. So just keep yourself as your inspiration and have other people to inspire you and be there for you. But just know that you are your best cheerleader and there's nobody that will cheer you on as much as you can and to be confident in what you're putting up. Oh my God. <laughs> you keep making me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, like from my perspective, like I wasn't kidding when I said earlier on, I have like watched you grow up. Like I know it's only been like two or three years, but I really have watched you come to me and be like, I don't know if I can do this full time. I've watched you come to me on mentorship calls at your second and third job. I've watched you on your lunch breaks. I've watched you get up at 5am for calls. Like I've seen the, the graft and the hustle and the fact that in any spare moment, you got models in to like figure out your signature style. Like I really have seen it. And then to see you come and sit here and say all this is so amazing. I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you know that. I think to an extent, I, I see it. But I think that I think a lot of the reason why I have a lot of attachment to your podcast, but just to you is you're about to cry. So get those napkins out. <laughs> I think that I owe it a lot to you. I think that and if anybody is sitting right now and wondering, should I take the leap to have this mentorship, like my bills are tight. I think that Kaylee is the best helping you self-develop and getting yourself to a point where you are your first mentor and you don't necessarily need to rely on her to build your business. She teaches you how to be confident in both your work but all you need to do is just have that little change of mindset. Even just with the level of club, I think that when we, when I finished my mentorship, I was like, Katie, I really wish you had somewhere where, you know, your students can go to after they're done. Like we're not, you're not going to be working with us as one-on-one -on -one as a 12 week mentorship was, but just to keep us on our feet where we know that we need to be accountable for that. And she was like, yeah, like I'm thinking about it. And then she was like, Hey, I have an idea. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> She me. And then it became real. And I think that watching Kaylee hit every single one of the goals that she had told us about in the mentorship or had opened up about like her pain points and everything, it showed me that it's just human. It's we're human and we need to give ourselves grace, but we need to put in still the effort to get where we want to be. And I think that the mentorship and the level up club is the best place for that. I feel like one of us should interview you. Like somebody <laughs> should be interviewing me. Like interviewing her next. She is the best hands down in 
helping you build yourself, your business, your personality, your confidence, and your client's confidence. And I, whether it's just through like that subtle text message or that email that's like, girl, I saw you do this, like keep going. Or sometimes she'll just write blogs as if she knows what's in your mind, you know, or her podcast, she'll tell her story. Like, it's just incredible what she's, what you like, what you've, you, you, like where you've come from. Like when we also first started, I think that that's also a big inspiration for me. Like everything is possible if you put the effort to it and you're making me tear up now. So we both cry guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is, this was not meant to be a sell for my mentorship. I don't <laughs> But Yemi's just come on here. I feel like I'm going to listen to this. Like when I have bad days, I'm going to listen to this because you've just like come on here and like, I feel like I'm in therapy. Wow. You've just made me feel so happy and good. Thank you. You make me feel happy. Whenever I go on Spotify and I'm like, why hasn't she posted to me? Like what's going on? Like I need this. I need to listen. I think that it's it's a, like for me also as an artist and for anybody that's listening is it's very important to be the cheerleader that you want other people to be for you. And Kaylee has really been that for me. And although we haven't had any one on one in a couple of months, whenever we meet back up, it's like that one best friend that you have. Like whenever you guys reconnect, it feels like you guys were together the whole time. And I feel like that's that's what you really are. And that's really important in a mentor. And I I want to give her as much as a shout out. As I can right now. I was not asked to do this. I do not get paid. I'm not sponsored. But <laughs> I really dream about the day that I'm going to come to the UK and just give you a big hug. Oh, thank you. This was not supposed to be like a sell for my services at all, by the way. Like, I genuinely like wanted this to be about Yemi, but I hope this speaks volumes for Yemi's character because she always cheerleads me like and is is a big part of like why the level up club exists like you came to me and you said what do we do now like you and this you've been responsible for so many of my successes and you don't even know it how crazy is that don't make me cry also side note can I say like I feel like as well as meeting you I feel like I need to meet your mum because your mum's been on this journey with us like your mum like in week one I was hearing about your mum and your mum's thoughts and you were like teaching your mum as well like we need to meet mama Yamina we do need to meet mama Yamina mama Yamina is coming she's the most incredible woman I have in my life I don't think that outside of you I don't think that I have I don't have a lot of inspiring women in my life, but you guys hit that, those top two lists. But she is the person I look the most up to in terms of building herself up. My, there is no one like my mother. And I think that I, there's not a lot of people that have that opportunity. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have her. Can you tell us about Mama Yamina? Oh my gosh. Mama Yamina started doing hair when she just had me not long after marrying my dad and she would do these hairstyles on me. And then not long after that, my dad opened her a salon in Cameroon. I'm from Cameroon. She's been doing hair since I was a child. She had a salon. She ran her own business. She was a CEO. And then we moved to Canada. And that's definitely was a big change for us and for her because she didn't know anybody here in Canada. And she still, her shoes, her love. She built a clientele with no social media. Like, I think that sometimes I feel like that's what makes me, I'm like, ah, 
fine. Like my mom did it. Why can't I? But like social media will build you up because right now that's the way it goes. But back then my mom had a steady returning clientele for the past 15 years with no social media. And this is all just word of mouth. So watching her along across the years, encouraging me at first, she was iffy about the makeup for sure. She was like, you know, she was like, okay, have fun with it. And we come from a background where like we really just focus on the traditional way of going to school, getting that degree and, you know, going into a job, which is not a wrong path for everybody. But my mom and my dad, my dad's an architect. He has his own architect. So he's into the designs and the color schemes and making everything flow. And my mom is into the beauty. And I think that's where my heart is at in the sense that when I watch her client's face light up whenever they looked at themselves and just the conversations and the people that you meet and the things that you learn and watching my mom just be so happy at the end of every something she would work until 4 a.m. doing like long braids down to their bums. But she was tired, but she was satisfied and she was content. And She's getting to a place where she can't do that as much anymore because she's definitely older now. And my mom is not old. My mom is in her 40s, guys. But she's been doing it for 15 years. So, you know, she's looking at doing something else. And so I was like, why don't you do classes? And I can be your very first student. So she started to teach me hair. And I feel like she's going to be stepping into that role of she builds classes and, you know, she's, she'll be that mentor for other young women as she was for me. But Mama Yamina is the best thing that has happened to me. And I, and I, I don't think that my makeup business would be where it is now without her being my number one cheerleader, holding me when I cried and just was so frustrated when I didn't like the way a look came out. She's on my YouTube channel. Mama Yamina is on my YouTube channel. She, we would do makeup until like 3 a.m. in the morning. We would do hair until like 4 a.m. in the morning. Recently, it's incredible when you have passion for what you do, how much you're able to put into it. And I think that my mom is the best example for I love making other women feel incredible. She thrives on that. She holds her clients so close and dear to her heart that I think that it's taught me as a woman how to hold clients in my heart, but also hold myself and hold her because somebody's got to do it for the both of us. But she's the best thing ever. And I, I hope that you get to meet her one day. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I have to tell you something. My signature program is back. Introducing the next season of my statement 12-week course for makeup artists, the Buy Kaylee Mentorship. Now, I've been running this course twice a year now for about three years, and it's honestly so, so special to me. We spend 12 weeks together where I teach you almost everything there is to know about the business side of makeup. From ideal client, money week, website week, two weeks of sales and marketing, portfolio week, every single Monday, join live or on catch up for our teaching calls. Every single Friday, book your slot to get mentorship and guidance by yours truly. It is the original mentorship for makeup artists and I'm so, so proud of this course. 
The things my students have achieved literally make me burst with pride. From zero clients to fully booked wedding seasons, that is truly a win that I have seen several times on every season, by the way. From securing luxury clients to working with celebrities, from leaving their full-time jobs to going full-time in makeup. It was their hard work and their hunger that got them there. I like to think I played a very, very teeny tiny part in this with this amazing course. Doors close soon, so don't wait to grab your slots. Epic change is coming and it's inside the By Kaylee Mentorship. Now, back to the pod. I really want to, I really want to shout out Mama Yamina. I have a specific memory of it was like week, I think it was like week eight or nine in the mentorship and we were doing like content and like content stuff. And um, you were making like a backdrop in your studio. Do you remember this? And you had stayed up really, really late and your mum had helped you make this like incredible background. Do you remember that? Do you still have that? I remember that. I have it. The memories, I think I have videos of all those things too. It's so nice to have that supporter. Like I know that a lot of people have to do it alone. And so it's really important to me that when I do have people around me to support me through that, my mom will just stay with me. She'll be like, okay, I'll just sit here and watch. Like, I know I don't know how to do this, but like, I'll just watch you. And then I'll get frustrated with something. And she's like, just take your time. You need to take a step back, breathe revisit it again like what is it that you didn't do or what is that you don't like about it so that you can know what to change she watched me through the entire mentorship I think at first she was like eh you know that's a like that's a big lump of change to get to your business and I don't think she had ever made such an investment I think in her business and then when she saw it she was like whoa she was like even if it I like first of all I made I made all that the entire money from the investments within a couple months but like just the way she saw how it changed the mindset the mindset is such a big thing and she loves that once you change the mindset even if it takes you a long time to get there you'll do it like you'll walk your you'll walk through that ocean no matter how hard it is to get to that piece of land I want to say I want to honor you a second because you know I'm on season it'll be season six in January and uh you know everybody starts off in this mentorship at the same place. You know, I give everybody the same piece of me. Everybody has the same access to information and the recordings that they get nowadays, but not everybody takes it. And I do want to say that I don't think I've ever said this before on like a public platform, but not everybody who takes the mentorship gets amazing, like out of this world results. And I normally know within one or two weeks, normally like one call, it's just a hunger in their bellies that I can distinctively see. And you, you had that hunger and everybody has that same amount of time with me. And it speaks volumes that you took that and you ran with it. Like I always say as a mentor, I play a very, I know in your world, like I play a big part, but from my world, I play a really small part in your journey because I'm giving you the information, which is easy. That's that's really easy, but you take that and you make something with it. And that's hard. That's really effing hard. So for you to take that and, <laughs> and, you know, do what you have done with it, which is eventually going to result in six figures. And I know like how much that means to you and your family and your husband 
and your life. I know how much that means. It speaks volumes for who you are and why you're doing this. So I want to honor you because even though you've spoken so much about me and the mentorship, you made it happen, not me. You paid the money, you took the information and you worked and you worked really effing hard. And I don't really know anybody who worked harder than you. There's tears. There's tears. <laughs> I'm crying, guys. There's tears. They are not stopping. Go away. <laughs> oh my gosh. This feels like such a big milestone. This feels like such a big milestone. It feels like such a big milestone because I don't think that Yamina, when she first started, the Yamina back then, I don't think that she saw herself, you know, here and just being so confident in what she was doing and knowing that she could grow. So I am proud of showing up to every single, you know, like I remember the first time that I missed a call. I think we were supposed to have a call and I had slept in because I was so tired and there were so many things that were going on. I really showed up for myself. I think that I I saw what I could do through the mentorship and I, I realized how important it was for me to show up for myself before anybody could show up for me because your clients will show, show up for you if you're not showing up for yourself. And just being the biggest advocate for myself and being confident in setting those boundaries with myself. Like, hey girl, like if you want to hit this, like you're going to have to show up to like master classes, show up for those weekly calls, you know, do the homework. There's homework. Guys, just so you know, if you're in the mentorship, there is homework. It's fun homework, though. It's fun homework. There's a lot of homework. <laughs> Do you remember how much there was? <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. And I think that anybody who's working a full time job, I was working, like I said, three jobs and I was doing my homework. I was trying to, or at least just thinking about it, even if I wasn't writing it down in my book thinking about, okay, what can I do for this? What can I do for that? And even if it's just putting it in your notes, because it really, really, really helped me to just be that person, that CEO, and put myself in those shoes. Like, if you want to achieve this, you're going to have to put in the work. And I think that sometimes the mindset is, well, if this was so, like, if this is such a good job, like, or if this is such a great work to do, then why isn't everybody doing it? There's a reason why everybody isn't doing it. I am a regular, regular, everyday person. I don't have millions of dollars in my bank account. I am, my business isn't even scaling the amount that I want it to be. But just from the effort that I put in, the, the feedback that I get from my clients on a daily basis, the smile, the returns, clients not arguing with me anymore about my, my prices. Like, that is how I know. There are things that you will see that will change within your business that you know you're going, being able to advocate for yourself like, hey, if you don't know why other people should book you, people are not going to book you. It's it's important that like you build that confidence. And I think that going through every single piece of assignment that was given slowly but surely helped me walk up those steps, even though I was unsure in what the product was going to look like. I wasn't sure what like how it was going to come, come across. I had people telling me no. I was scared that not taking some clients back because our energies or, you know, we weren't connecting at that base that we weren't respecting each other's boundaries. They being able to say, you know what, I think I'm not the best artist for you. I was scared to do those things. But when you do them, the people that sit in your chair are definitely people that will help you enjoy your career 
and remind you every single day, even when you're going through a hard time, that this is why I started this and this is why I should keep going. You know, it's a big deal. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. At some point, Haley and I had the conversation. It was a hard conversation for me. And I think it was even harder for her to say it to me. Like, do you want this? Like, how bad do you want this? Because I think at the time I was finishing work at 1 a.m., waking up at 5 to be able to attend the mentorship. And I was so, I was so tired all the time. And I, I just, I was like, oh my God, this is, is this how hard this, I was, there were so many things going on. Haley was like, if you want this, there are some things that you're going to have to let go and just take that leap and trust yourself that you're going to put in enough work to get you there. I look back now and I'm like, I wish I had started sooner, but sometimes it's also important to go through those, like, through those stepping milestones, like, okay, like this is a scary step I'm going to take. It's not a big step. Sometimes it's not a big step. For me, it was a huge financial step. I was like, oh, I'm giving up a lot. Like, what am I going to do if I'm not able to show up? And I was making, in my head, I was making the excuse that, hey, you know, it's helping me pay for the menstruation, so I should just keep going through it. It turns out that makeup could do that for me. My business could do that for me. And so it's very scary. Being a business owner is very, very scary. It's a scary thing. I did my taxes recently and I was like, oh my God, like they're asking me to pay that one amount, but you're going to make mistakes so that in the future you're going to be like, okay, like I need to be putting this much aside or I need to keep track of my inventory or I don't need to be buying all the new products. You know, it's a very important process to take every, that every little step that may seem insignificant or that may seem extremely significant are going to help you get where you want to be. Not just your business, but you as yourself, as an entire person. Because if you yourself as a person are not where you want to be mentally, taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, having those self-care days, doing the famous CEO day, you definitely get to learn about yourself. This has been such a good episode. I'm so glad we did this. Thank you so much for suggesting it. Every single good idea I ever have normally comes from Yamina first. (laughs) Yamina gives me the idea. Are you ready to play smashing the gate. I am ready to play smashing the gate, lady, but this is for such a long time. I'm rolling up my sleeves right now. Let's do it. Okay, smashing the gate. Favorite products for in your kit for women of color. Go. NARS, L'Oreal Freshwear, Smashbox. This is a secret. It hasn't come out yet, but the Smashbox BB cream, the one that's in the gray bronzy bottle, the Halo Glow BB cream, is those three are the best foundations in my kit. That really did smash the gate. (laughs) It really did. Okay. Number one advice you have for any makeup artist listening right now who is feeling down on their luck, has no bookings, and doesn't believe in themselves. What advice do you have having been in that position? Practice. Do a look that you love. Listen to some music while you're doing it. Listening to music during makeup applications is the best thing ever. I put Beyonce for all my clients that come in here and they're like, wow, this is good. And it gets you in the energy too. You're like, yeah, I'm doing a good job. And take your time. I know that speed is such an important thing for makeup artists. But as a beginner makeup artist, take your time. This is why models are very important. Take your time 
to do that application and the bookings will come. I promise you they will not come at the time that you would like them to, but they will arrive and you're going to be like, whoa, this is a lot. Like, whoa, come down. But take your time, book those models and play with your makeup. Also, please, 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 please do not buy everything you'll new makeup product that is going viral on TikTok. Please don't do that. I did it. And it will put such a big, like you think that you're not spending a lot of money. You're spending a lot of more money that you could be putting into a mentorship. So book your models, use what you have, connect with other artists to see like what are the best things that are affordable. Start affordable. You don't need to start expensive and practice and take your time. Love that. Love that. Love that. Okay. What would you say to 21 year old Yamina right now? I am so proud of you. You are such a hardworking, kind, and inspiring soul. And I think that you forgot that because you felt scared of what others would say or what others would think. Cared a lot more of others' opinions than your own opinion. And so I am so proud that you walked that road and said, you know what? I'm important too. I'm also important. And what I want is also important. You became a cheerleader and the light for a lot of people. It shows in your work. It shows in the feedback that you get from your clients. I'm so proud of you. 21-year-old Yamina, you really you're 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 the I think I'm inspired. You inspired me, 23-year-old Yamina, for sure obsessed what is the best thing you did for your business and you can't say the mentorship I think that the best thing that I did for my business was recording everything I recorded everything and the best thing that I also did for my business is I invested in the online makeup tutorial I would love for Kaylee to interview her her name is Rubia She's an Australian makeup artist. Her online makeup classes got me to the signature style that you guys know today with my twist. And I think that she was such a big encouragement because I had sent her a photo of work that I, what my work looked like before her class. And a year later, I sent her a completely different makeup work. I would rewatch her live classes over and over and over again. And being like, oh, I like she held the brush this way, or she held the brush that way, or she used this product and she had to apply this much pressure. That was the best thing I could have done for my artistry in terms of applying makeup. Um, in terms of the business and the admin side of the business, create automated systems. I'm telling you, it changes your life. <laughs> Create those out of like, like pay for that equity membership. I'm telling you, there is a lot of other makeup artists that in the industry that maybe be a reflection of your style and get inspired by their style. Sometimes they'll sell like a layout or a form that you like. I remember buying the whole bundle from Kaylee. That was my first purchase. But make those little tiny investments that you can at the beginning. And I'm telling you, you're going to feel confident enough to make those bigger investments because you'll see the return on the little investments that you need. Oh, you are killing it. Final question. What is next for 
Yamina. Let's get the cat out of the bag. So Yamina is starting classes next yes. year. And Yamina has also started two other businesses. So Yamina is going to into creative directing. This is a Yamina that is good at giving ideas. I think that's where I knew that I was good at it when uh, Kaylee actually realized the idea that I had proposed. And I was like, you know what? I'm not bad at giving ideas when it comes to content. So Yamina is becoming a creative director for influencers. So Yamina will put together a concept, pitch it to influencers that are, you know, looking for those extra ideas or that are not too sure of what content that they want to post. And Yamina will pitch it. And Yamina is also at a space where she is a loving bridal. I am loving bridal. I'm not a bridal makeup artist right now, but she's loving bridal, but she's loving runway photo shoot. That is where Yamina's heart lies, very glamorous. And so I've put also something aside for that but it's all coming soon it's exciting and you mean i might have a podcast i love podcasts i love to talk too much like i'm such a person but you're so good like you're so good on this one like there were no nerves it was pure energy you're made for podcasting like do it do it if you need any help i am here to give you everything oh i have your number on speed down for that one she does she does So those are the things that I see. That's where I see myself. And I and I and I think diversifying my income. Kaylee has a post on it. If you have any more questions on her Instagram, I think it's by Kaylee Podcast, just the plug. But um, <laughs> um, diversifying my income definitely is among some of the big goals. And I hope that Kaylee can be there for the class. Maybe it'll be in the UK. Who knows? Well, I'm manifesting that for sure. I want to help you host one. That's on the manifestation list. Oh, my goodness. Where can everybody find you? Where can they find you to follow this incredible journey? So you can find me at it's ITS Yemi Artistry, Y-E-M-I-A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y on Instagram, on TikTok, and then it's Yemi on YouTube. And um, ew, this feels so cool. <laughs> but my name is the same across all platforms, so... Well done. Good decision on doing that. It's so funny when guests come on and they're like, this is my handle for this. This is my different handle for this. This is my different handle for this. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> someone didn't think about this. That was the first thing that we learned in the mentorship. So if you're still thinking about taking the membership, this is your sign. Take it. Run with it. <laughs> Yummy should be on commission. Oh, thank you so much. I owe so much to you. I owe the Level Up Club to you. I owe this podcast series to you. I cannot wait to see the next phase of your business. You are going to continue to kill it. And I love the woman that you've grown into. I love the woman that you was as well. I love every part of you. So thank you so much. Thank you for spending an hour and 17 minutes with me. How was your first podcast? That was incredible. Thank you so much for having me. You have been listening to a podcast by Kaylee. Thank you so much for tuning in today and being on this mission with me to self-improvement and taking steps towards financial empowerment. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to follow me on the gram at Podcast, where I post pretty much daily. I would also love to hear your thoughts, feedback and energy. So please do leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you are listening today. In the meantime, I want you to go forward, believe in yourselves and be the change you want to see. Bye guys.